0: Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> everybody. Today is Wednesday, July 29th, 2009. It's 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. My name is Jim Burns, and right now you're in the Dad Talk Zone. My website is behavioral-management.com. Please don't forget to dash. The number to call in is 646-595-4965. Uh, I welcome your calls. I also encourage you to place the show on your favorites and rate the show because your feedback is real important to me. And if you know somebody that might be interested in this show or any other show on Blog Talk Radio, tell them to check out the archives and for this show go into the Dad Talk Zone. I'm very happy to be back doing a few shows, and I'm going to try and commit myself to doing one one one-hour show per week. Uh, I've missed it. I know that there are people who were committed to me and listening. Uh, Right now, I don't know how many callers I'm going to get. I don't know how many listeners I'm going to get. But the fact is, you'll have to check your schedule. Check the schedule on Blog Talk Radio to find out the time of the show because right now I have one hour today and I'm doing it, but I'm going to find one hour each week to do a show because I think there's information that I absolutely have to share. I'm going to be talking for the next month or so about relationships. We're going to be changing a little bit of the content that we're going to be talking about, Um, and that's between men and women. Uh, Not that I'm an expert or anything, but sometimes pain, and I mean emotional pain, not physical pain, can really cause a person, and by by person I mean me at this point, to reevaluate their lives and take a step back and take a a much closer look about who we really are and who I really am. Uh, Men get divorced for a variety of reasons. Probably the biggest reason why men get divorced is because of outside influences. And by that I mean it could be work, it could be hobbies, it could be other people, Like, you get married and you still have a bunch of guy friends from when you were single. You could have outside influences from other women, have an affair or something along those lines. But we get divorced for a lot of reasons. And with a divorce comes an enormous amount of baggage that we bring with us. We think that we're safe after we've gotten divorced and everything else. Well, if there's not changes made after you get a divorce, it becomes rather difficult to enter into another relationship. I like the song from Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, Tweet Judy Blue Eyes, and it says, don't let the past remind us of who we are not now. And then... In the movie uh, Magnolia, William Macy had another great line where he said, You may have forgotten the past, but the past won't forget you. And that's so true. The past doesn't forget us. And as we grow as men, from little boys to teenagers to young adulthood We carry with us everything that came, that happened to us, everything that was said to us when we were younger. And lots of times some of the stuff that we've done is not very savory and is not too good. And if you're divorced and you're going to enter into another relationship with another person, there's certain things, maybe... That you just don't want the other person to know. You just don't want them to know it. Now, I'm not talking about casual dating where you're involved with two or three people and you're dating and you're going out and you're, you know, and so on and doing things. But there will come a time when there's a person that you're going to meet in your life that you're going to have to be brutally honest with. I'm sorry, guys you're going to have to be brutally honest with it. Most people will say, oh, I want an honest person. I want, you know, uh, someone that's going to tell me the truth, you know, and so on. But there are problems. There are problems that we all encounter when we're faced with the truth. Now, Dr. Laura Flessinger wrote a book, and this book must be 10 years old must be 10 years old. It says, Ten Stupid Things Women Do to Mess Up Their Lives. And she goes through this book and has ten things, and it's a very good book, a very interesting book, you know, like stupid conceptions, stupid uh, expectations, different things that that women do to mess up their lives. Well, there's really one thing that a man will do that's really going to mess up his life There's one thing that he's going to do that's going to mess up his life, and that's lying, lying. And I don't mean, you know, outright lying, because there are many different types of liars that are out there today. And I want to share with you, and I'm going to break this whole article down, an article that I wrote that you can find on my website, on at the at the behavioral-management.com don't forget the dash where i wrote about the pain right now that i'm experiencing because of my own inability to give the full truth and it's something that that the, the incident that occurred is so embarrassing, I, I don't even want to talk about it on the air. But what this article does is it starts to beg some questions, like, why do men lie to women? Why do men lie to women? Now, I don't know how many of you can remember back in the 80s and 90s, and he's still around today, there was an author named John Bradshaw. And John Bradshaw wrote in detail several books speaking about what's known as the adult children of alcoholic mentality, the ACOA movement. And he speaks in there in his book, Homecoming, about three different kinds of liars he referred to the first one as the outright liar and this person will lie when it's just as easy to tell the truth doesn't matter they just lie to you then you have the con artist and this person could sell ice to an Eskimo and make just about anybody believe just about anything and then the final one, which is I I think is where men fall, where men fall. Okay, and that's known as the withholder. And this person believes that a partial truth is just as good as the whole truth. Now, I'm gonna tell you right now lying does nothing but produce future pain. It does nothing but produce future pain, and it a- absolutely distorts reality. One of my favorite Bible verses, it says, "Beware, your sin will find you out." Did you hear that? Beware, your sin will find you out, and it usually does. Usually finds us out at the most inopportune time you and you, you look at it, you look at what goes on in politics guys do some horrible things in politics before they got into office and before you know it somebody discovers it and it gets plastered all over the newspaper it happens these guys that have look at the guy uh, from North Carolina he goes to Argentina to meet um a uh, newscaster, a woman newscaster, to have an affair with her, and he says that he was hiking on the Appalachian Trail. This type of stuff, if if you lie, you will be found out. If you withhold information, you'll be found out. It's usually discovered, usually, discovered when we're involved in a relationship. Usually discovered when we're involved in a relationship. Now, it, it's so difficult for me to be even doing this show right now, See, because this, this whole thing basically happened to me, and I'm not going to go into all of the details, believe me. What I need you to understand is what the act of lying actually does. See, we'll try to forget our past, but our past won't forget us. See, it will usually be found out. And when you're in a relationship, behavior from the past has a way of being a red flag for those that you allow close to you. And I mean someone who has become what maybe your soulmate, maybe someone that you really want to spend time with. From a man's perspective, but you're too afraid to let her know What happened? Maybe you did have an affair. And women, most women today get left because of an affair. So now she's dating a guy who ended up leaving his wife for another woman, and that didn't work out, and three years later he meets her. Maybe it did. I don't know. Maybe you got a hot head, and you're trying to hold it in. Maybe you're an alcoholic. Maybe you're a compulsive gambler. Maybe you're something that you don't want someone else to know. Maybe you don't know how to handle money. Who knows what it is? But the fact of the matter is, okay, it will be, will be found out. And now, there's no excuse for lying. It's a destructive influence on relationships, but it really does beg the question. Why do men lie to women the way they do? Men lie, men lie to their wives, They lie to their girlfriends. They never tell the truth. They're out at work. They're here or there. They may be having lunch with other women. They may be doing things. We don't know what they're doing. Women don't know what their husbands are doing. Women don't know what their boyfriends are doing. I happen to be retired. Do you think that anybody knows what I was doing, knows what I'm doing during the day? I could be going house to house. If I have have a girlfriend that's not around, I could be going house to house, talking to neighbors, buddying up with people, going here, there. I could be drinking all day. Who knows? Now, I'm going to admit to you at this juncture that I have lied in the past. Better yet, I've withheld information. And it was usually to avoid a consequence that was imminent because of my behavior, Or because I knew that by telling the truth, I'd be faced by a terrible reaction. Now, those reactions, when I was a kid, usually came from my mother. And they produced in me such a sense of failure and sadness and despair. And quite honestly, at times, it didn't even matter whether I told her the truth or a lie. She always seemed to have a negative reaction. And she'd start screaming, or worse yet, she'd give me the silent treatment. And i got to tell you, I think lots of times, men, when we do something that our mates, girlfriends, spouses don't like, tell me that you like the silent treatment. Tell me that you like the silent treatment. I can't stand it. I really can't. But... That is, that is, at times, a woman's way of getting even with you for your behavior. That type of silence can be deafening. It can be deafening. And if you're from an environment where that type of stuff went on and you can't take the silent treatment, maybe what you'll do is you'll kind of bend the truth Because you don't want to end up having your wife, spouse, mate, girlfriend, whatever, not talk to you. Now, little boys, little boys, who are they closest to when they're little? Isn't it their mother? In case you missed it, mom is a woman. And I've said this before and I'll say it again, it's a miracle that a little boy can develop any ability to tell the truth with all the female teachers that are out there today. They want the approval of their mom, and believe it or not, little boys, females in general. That's what they want. It's mighty tough to have a female boss. Not because she can't do the job, because when she's supervising men, men will always try to please her, and if they don't please her, they'll withhold information, they'll do things because they're worried about her reaction to them. They're worried about beaten be being beaten down by a gal, because their mother may have been mighty rough on them. And little boys usually found out find out how to get. The approval of a female. You know how they do this? By telling the female exactly what they want to hear. They figure it out. They figure out what it is that a female wants to hear. Pretty tough. Now, these little guys... Who you may be raising one right now. I don't know. Maybe you've got sons. Maybe you're still married. Maybe you're in a divorce situation. Remember where it all started with you. Just remember. They grow up physically, but emotionally, emotionally, we still carry the desire for a woman's approval. Now, let's start getting into the nitty-gritty here because this is where I think we really screw things up. Hang on. When you bring a physical relationship into the mix, this is where men want to have their needs met. This is where men want to have a physical relationship with the woman. This is where we screw the whole thing up. This is where it starts. I didn't do this. This is, not, this is not one of my weaknesses. Okay. We start, we get involved, we may be involved for a month, two months, with a gal, we like her, she excites us, maybe we kissed her, Whatever the case may be, we we start to bend the truth early in the relationship by saying those three little words. You know what those three little words are? I love you. In order to get our physical needs met. And I'll tell you right here, men usually give love to get sex. Women usually give sex to get love. And I can tell you that I've never experienced that before call me traditional, or maybe even a gentleman. But somehow I knew that those three words, which I believe, trust me, they're total crap unless there are actions that support them. One time I had a friend with me at a wedding, and um, his wife was sitting there, and uh, he came over to me, and he knew that his wife wanted to leave the wedding. She didn't say it, but he knew it. Pretty smart guy. So what happens is he comes over to me and he says to me, let me show you how much I love her. Let, let me show her how much I love her. Let me show her how much I love her. So he went over to her and he said, honey, are you ready to leave? And a smile came over her face they left holding hands it was beautiful it was beautiful I learned a lot from that I don't know if you ever saw the movie um oh I can't even think of it now It was Tom Cruise he played a football agent I can't think of it you remember the line in that movie by Cuba Gooding Jr. always said to Tom Cruise show me the money Show me the money. Show me something that proves that you love me. Forget saying stuff. Saying stuff doesn't work. I love you. Great. You love me. Now what? You love me, but you may still go out with the guys. You love me, but you still may look at other women. You love me, but you still may, you know, yell and bully me. You love me, but what? I mean, do, do do, do you actually act out what you are saying, or do you just say it? That's why, you know, I love you at some point, even in a marriage, don't mean anything. It usually gets said when you're in bed with somebody, or your wife, or whoever it is. Now, the question still remains, though, do women ever get the full truth out of a man? During the very fragile stages of a relationship, With so many questions to be answered, I would probably say no. I'd probably say no. And quite honestly, women who come from a divorce situation and everything else, i got to tell you, depending on what their divorce was about, depending on what happened, depending on how their ex-husband treated them, if they were riddled with lies and if their ex-husband had an affair and there was all kinds of other things that went on in her marriage that she maybe still hasn't... And women never recover. won't say never. It's very tough for them to recover after they're hurt, especially when there's kids. I would say no. I would say... I would probably say no. And that's a sad commentary. In the early stages of the relationship. See, women don't want to be in a relationship with the man for one year and then start finding out all kinds of ugly things about him. They want to get everything on the table like within the first the first week of seeing somebody. And the minute that you don't give them the... You've got to take your chances is what you got to do. If you like the person enough, If you're starting to feel as if you're falling in love with them, you have to give them the full truth up front because it's going to come out anyway. Remember, beware, your sin will find you out. It's going to get found out. And if they find it out and they have a way of doing it, I'm telling you right now, they have a way of getting the information. I'm going to explain that later. They'll be more devastated by the fact that you didn't tell them and that they found this information out on, on their own. Remember, a man's history and track record is a real concern to a woman. Now, I never believed this until I dated one lovely gal recently who I truly loved and cared for. She just about asked me for a timeline on my previous relationships. And she needed this to determine how long it's been since I've been in one, and I didn't give her the full truth and determine whether or not I was just coming out of one. And I didn't give her the full truth with that either. That's where I made my mistake, not giving her the full truth. Now, whether I liked it or not, the questioning, as uncomfortable it was, was valid. This gal had so many aches from a previous relationship and from a divorce that she couldn't take one more disappointment. And through my own unbearable selfishness and desire to be with this lovely and truly wonderful gal, gal, and through my fear of losing the relationship early on, I withheld the information. And well, like I said before, I lost the desire of my heart in all about ten minutes. And she even told me, she said, I wish you had loved me enough to give me this information up front. She said to me, why don't you just tell me up front? And I'm not even going to go into the whole event because, like I said before, certain things that happen are so embarrassing, you don't even want to talk about them. But I I will tell you this. I will tell you this. You need to be embarrassed if you've done something terrible. And you need to feel bad. And for men with any conscience or heart at all, it's devastating to lose a relationship with a wonderful person because of a lie. You know what starts to happen? All those negative emotions from childhood just seem to flood back into your mind. And those feelings of despair and sadness just settle in again. I'll tell you, it's probably better to lose the relationship in the early stages because of the truth than to lose it because you're caught in a lie after several months or maybe even years. It's just too heartbreaking for men to deal with. And this poor gal was so filled with disappointment by the... by my behavior that she she was probably happy to get rid of me. But... I, and I think in this situation, I think in this situation, a person of real, true character and who feels an immediate connection by what she may believe is her true, true soulmate, I think that she was just so crushed emotionally that she didn't know what to do. Now, I've made some veiled attempts on my part to apologize with emails text messaging and then I finally did figure out what she actually thought of me because she blocked my text messages that's a pretty rough deal a pretty rough deal when you get the text message back because it got blocked but did I deserve it and I deserved it I didn't give her the truth up front now men I am telling you I'm telling you you're divorced you got a track record for something there's some track record that's going on you didn't get divorced for no reason you didn't divorce your wife and your wife didn't divorce you for some you know something because you were getting along, you got divorced because you got you got baggage now you got a lot of baggage now you're lugging around, and you've gotta have to deal with that when you get out there. You could be thirty, who knows how old you are? Most men will blame their ex-wife, but when you get down to it, if you meet another person, they're going to want to know what happened. In your marriage. The Bible does say that the truth, truth will set you free. Well, all I can tell you is right now I'm free physically. Emotionally, it's another story. If a woman wants the truth, give it to her. And hope and pray she can handle it. See, because women, women have a sixth sense. They have a sixth sense. And they can determine just by a man's tone, hesitation, an eye movement, whether or not the words that were spoken are true or not. Now, where did this come from? Isn't that interesting? How can women pick this stuff up? You ever think of that? Because, guys, we're always found out. We're always found out. You know where I think it started? I think it started in in the beginning. Now, I am a Christian. I do believe the Bible. Many of you may believe in evolution. That's fine. That's fine. Many of you are creation and evolutionists. That's fine. But I believe it started in in the Garden of Eden, with Eve in the Garden of Eden. Once Eve was beguiled, By the serpent, with his words, through experience, women learn to be very cautious of a man's language. Now, have you ever noticed that women will ask the same questions over and over and over again? In other words, they get a little bit of information now. They tuck that away in the back. Then they get a more in their head. They get a little more information later. They tuck it in the back of their head. Then all of a sudden they ask you a question, and they, and they bring up the information that they got from, it could be two weeks ago, and they say, wait a minute, that doesn't match up with what you told me before. Now what's going on here? They always have a way of doing this. They won't do it. If, in fact, you told them the truth, they won't do it. They will ask the same question over... They're excellent at it. What they're actually trying to do is to give men a chance, to give us a chance to give them the truth. If they have doubts about anything, they'll try to get the information from any source possible what they really want is to hear the truth they really want is to hear the truth from their partner their spouse their girlfriend their boyfriend they want the truth from us and they will start to ask questions of us that they may already have answers to they'll find out they will get the truth and they'll ask questions And they'll have the information already. It's kind of Perry Mason-ish, don't you think? Kind of lawyer-ish. Like, the questioning starts today and you hope it goes away tomorrow, but it comes back again. and And they remember everything that we tell them. And they base things that we tell them on the truth, on their view of reality. When we lie to them, we distort reality. I mean, lying's bad for openers. I've done it, and it don't work. It don't work. You're going to get caught, and then the pain is going to be worse. Remember Bradshaw, lying produces future pain? There it is. Now, the the very, very sick thing about all this is that bending the truth is not a large part of my personality in other areas of my life. Remember, I worked as a high school administrator for 16 years. I didn't care what I said to anyone as long as it was the truth, and I'm not and was not afraid of confrontations or even gave a second thought about winning or losing a battle. didn't matter to me. I'll take a butt-kicking any time as long as the verbal beating is because of the truth and because I told you the truth. I don't lie to my kids. I don't lie to my ex-wife. Even though that could cause a riot... When I was working, I was respected. I had the respect of the teachers. I had the respect of the parents. I had the respect of other administrators because I spoke the truth. My kids talk to me. They know it's the truth. My ex-wife talks to me. I tell her the truth. I mean, we're divorced, so what difference does it make? I'll give her the truth about anything. The fact remains is, why is it such a problem for men when they get into relationships to give their spouse, give their girlfriend, give their mate, give their partner the truth? Are we that afraid? Are we that worried that we're not going to please them? I don't know. I think it has a lot to do with knowing that we were wrong in the past, and the past hasn't forgotten us. The past needs to remind us of who we are not now. And I am so disgusted with myself, I really am, over what I've done. You have no idea. You have no idea. I remember, I live alone. It's me and the dog. It would be very nice to have somebody spend time with me here. I enjoy it when somebody comes over. I was talking to my daughter the other day, and she said to me, she says, you know, it's really different. You know, you meet somebody, and and she's going to be 19, and she's going to be going to Rutgers. Believe it or not, she probably knows more about this stuff than I do, because I think men from time to time get emotionally stunted when it comes down to this stuff. She's grown and been in, you know, had millions of friends and relationships and people all over the place. And the fact of the matter is, you know, she's lived more in her short 19 years when it comes down to relationships because she experienced the pain that went along with broken relationships you know when years ago people would meet one person get married stay married they didn't have a chance to lie oh you know why because they were with the same person for 40 years they know everything they know everything there is to know about each other now with all this hopping around and different people and different experiences and so on There's pain that's involved with relationships, and we're going to talk about that later. There's pain involved with broken relationships, deep hurt, especially if somebody really likes us. You don't worry about yourself. Go through the pain. You're going to embarrass yourself eventually because you don't tell the truth. But think about what you may be doing to somebody else, which I didn't do. I didn't do. And now there's somebody out there who I've hurt, and I can't even get in touch with them. I can't even get in touch with them. They won't take a call. I sent the letter. Maybe the letter will help. I don't know. The fact is, Women, if you're listening, be aware that men have this problem with the truth. I I looked at web I looked at singles websites once, you know, and I want to tell you something. All the, the women, all I want a nice, honest guy, a nice, honest guy. I don't know, are there nice, nice, honest guys out there? I thought maybe I was a nice, honest guy. I found out, you know, just how uncomfortable the truth makes me feel and how uncomfortable my own past makes me feel. And I want us to always be aware of it. Now, so why do we always lie to the person that means the most to us? Now, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Hang on a half a second. I got to take a short break. This is an exhausting topic, but I'm covering it from a standpoint of pain. Maybe it's the female reaction that causes men to lie. That female reaction that we don't want to deal with. Maybe. Maybe it's fear. Maybe we're afraid. I think that's a big one. I think we are afraid. I read an article one time about men and women, and it said that women don't realize that men are absolutely scared to death of them. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe it's that twisted mother thing that I spoke of earlier. Maybe, maybe not. Now, I'm going to tell you a fast story, and I do believe that there is a generational tendency with a lot of this. I was a kid, no more than 12 years old, and it was wintertime, and my father used to take me ice skating. And we went to skate at the pond in my town, Carteret, North Jersey. And they usually put some type of sign up that says, you can skate. Well, the sign was up, but it said, you can't skate. It was just getting toward the end of the season. It was slightly warm. Years ago, we used to have brutal winters where it was zero out for a month. Maybe it was in the high 30s. The ice was getting a little soft. They didn't let anybody on it. So my father said, well, let's go to Rawway. Maybe we can skate there. We're always five miles away. We go to Raleway. I'm with my friend, and he's skating, and I'm skating, I outweigh him by 100 pounds, and I go right through the ice. And I went right through the ice, and because I was so round at the time, it was almost like I created a manhole and I couldn't get out. My jacket was caught on the ice and everything else. Finally, they dragged me out of the ice, and I was just like Frozen and I'm driving home, and you know my father said to me? You know what his biggest fear was? Don't tell Mom. Don't tell Mom. He's already encouraging me to withhold information, because he didn't want to have to deal with the reaction from my mother, because who's my mother going to blame? Me, because I went through the ice? And going to blame my father for taking me there. So there is a certain generational tendency that goes along with this. Kids in a house... Phone rings, I'm not here, don't answer it. You know, all these different things that we do are all ways of bending and withholding information and teaching our kids certain things that they pick up on. But that one thing, don't tell mom. Unbelievable. I know that this gal is not listening, and I'm not going to even give her name, but if you're out there, This is Jim Burns. I hurt you. I know I did. I care a lot about you. I want you to know that. I do. I want you to know it. It's so important for you to know this. It's just one of those things that I, I, you know, I did and I am sorry for. I can't say it enough. I don't expect you to... Come back to me. I'll say it again. If this gal is out there, I know she's probably not even listening to this thing. I know she probably doesn't care. I think she was looking for a future with me. She does care. I'm sure she does. And I, and I screwed up horribly. Horribly. You have no idea how bad I feel. You don't have a clue but I did it. My father, with that type of a thing, I can't blame him. I have to blame myself. I'm 54 years old. I've made plenty of mistakes. This was one of them. A friend of mine once told me that the biggest thing that gets men into trouble with women is the truth. Because when the truth is spoken, many women can't handle it. That's another man 58 years old, who I've known for a long time. You know what I said to him? Pain now or pain later, you can decide. You're going to have the pain now or you're going to have the pain later. You can decide on it, whatever you want to do. Sometimes a disease that gets left untreated, like lying Always harder to treat than dealing with it early on. You get cancer and they find it early, you're probably gonna live. You get cancer and you're probably not gonna live. You tell the truth early on in a relationship, you'll probably be fine they find out the truth later on about you, who you are, what you are, things that you've done, and they discover it on their own, you're probably going to be lonely. That's all I can tell you. I call it the beginning or the end. The alpha or the omega. Make the decision. And when you make it, make sure that it's the right one the alpha pick the beginning and if the person happens to walk away so be it they walked away because of the truth there are people that won't walk away but they're walking away because of our past people think that they can burn bridges They can say things that they want, do things that they want, act any way that they want. In relationships, I got news for you. It's not too good. It's not too good. And Laura Schlesinger made a comment in her book that most women are around men who are absolutely miserable men. And they continue to go back to them. That's a problem that women have. That's a whole nother story. And I'm not even sure why a woman would do that. She says it's because of self esteem. Well, I got news for you. Why do men lie? Probably because of self esteem. Now, what I'm talking to you about may sound very cerebral very erudite. We dealt with some life experiences here, which I've thrown in for good measure. But really, why I'm doing this show right now is from an absolute standpoint of pain. Pain. I don't like hurting other people, but I also don't like to know that anyone has anything against me. And I've given... Someone an opportunity to have something against me, not to mention the absolute pain that I created for this other person. Let's go back to John Bradshaw for a minute. He wrote in that book, Homecoming, about the liars, the distortions of reality. about what he calls the inner child that has to be nurtured and brought along because that inner child that's in us and this is men and women never matured emotionally and we now have to become the parent to that inner child within us But you can take what you want and leave the rest on all of that but I think there is some meaning and there is some credence to what he's saying And how this inner child never went through the pain, emotional pain, when he was younger. Because everything just got distorted. Everything was distorted. And he never went through enough of it to experience it. I know myself, I have a, a, I don't know how, and it does bother me. I have a fear of, what what he calls abandonment. In other words, you get into a relationship you don't want, you don't want to be abandoned, you don't want to be left, so you do a lot of things to try and cling to the relationship. That's another wonderful reason why men will bend the truth and not tell the truth and withhold information and con people and do different things. They don't want to be alone. I was outside, I don't know, maybe a year ago with a landscaper. Him and I were chatting Big, bruising guy, divorced, has a son, the whole thing. You know, he said to me, I'm tired of living alone. Men don't want to be alone. Women don't want to be alone. And sometimes we do whatever we think we need to do in order to have somebody in our lives. The fact of the matter is sometimes what we do isn't too good especially lying and it comes from us always being reprimanded and annihilated no matter what we said when we were kids so we just figured i can lie when it's just as easy to tell the truth because it doesn't matter what i tell anybody they're still going to react to me so he called this thing that he writes about, he calls it pain work. Now, who wants pain? I don't want pain. But there's an old adage of no pain, no gain, and I think it absolutely fits perfectly here. And sometimes it's the pain of looking in the mirror and allowing the past to really remind us of who we are not now. But We cannot allow the past to be a blueprint. We cannot allow the past to be a blueprint for our future. Gentlemen, I'm telling you this. If you've been lying, start telling the truth. You absolutely have to deal with everything in terms of the truth when you are dealing with a relationship that you want to hang on to. You have to. I am crushed right now because of my own behavior. Now, change is a step of faith, and you have to realize that telling the truth is going to drive some people off only because of the fact that they don't want to be involved with someone with a past that's rather shady. And mistakes are part of life. But if you keep making the same ones over and over and over you keep finding you keep lying and bending and withholding and doing all kinds of stuff, you gotta get it out of your life. It's gotta be excised. I mean, I'm working on this now. It doesn't do me any good. Nobody wants to hear you're working on stuff. It's almost like you talk like you're you're in recovery. Like you're in recovery from being a compulsive liar. I don't think it's a compulsive liar. I think it's more the idea that you're afraid of reactions and things like that. No other area in my life has taken a bigger beating than that of those with the opposite sex. And I don't mean casual relationships, because we all have plenty of those. I mean the real stuff. The real stuff. When I really like her, you know, maybe even start to love someone. And the minute I read this stuff in that book, which whenever we're in trouble, we pick up certain books. Sometimes you pick up the Bible. Sometimes you pick up a self-help book. Sometimes you pick up things. The, the book... All it does is feed your head the information. The biggest thing that you've got to do is translate the information to your heart for the next time. Because if you don't, you're going to be involved in the same stuff over and over again. When I, when I think of pain, I can only relate it to being lonely. Not being alone, being lonely. See, I kind of like my times of solitude. When you know somebody's around, the fact is, there's nobody around right now, and that's not how I want to live my life. And this stuff can only be traced back to my absolute brawling past where there were physical battles, which I, I really didn't mind that much. But the emotional gymnastics, In my past were all too common. Games. I think now they call it games. You look, I want to meet somebody. I don't want to play any games. I want to see somebody. I don't want to play any games. That's emotional gymnastics. The youth of today says it's drama. There's all kinds of drama in your life. I basically, the bottom line, I was just too afraid of disclosing all there was to know about me. Because I was too afraid that someone of real significance in my life wouldn't like me. And don't make any mistake about it. I don't really care who likes me. I've made plenty of enemies in my life, with my big mouth, and my mistakes, and everything else. But those are with people of no consequence. And I don't. I mean, I, I mean, the guy could probably fire me. He may have been my boss, but they weren't that feeling. That downright horrible feeling, way within your gut that tells you something went wrong here, and anybody that doesn't like me, who's not of significance, well, screw off, I guess, because I can't make you like me. I only want one special person to like me. You ever heard of the Jimi Hendrix experience? Remember Jimi Hendrix from the 60s who I thought was a wonderful person and I was so sorry when he died because I've heard him interviewed and he was just a terrific guy. The Jimi Hendrix experience. Well, let me tell you about another type of experience. It's called the Jimi Burns experience. The Jimi Burns experiences. And believe me, experience. Means that you've become an expert from your past, and I got to tell you, I'm not an expert yet, and I emphasize yet, but I certainly believe that under God, that through it all, changes will be made for good, and I will come out on the other end of this meat press and be stronger and more durable. You see, guys, the 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 road to hell is paved with good intentions it's very broad and very shallow though the road to heaven is very narrow and deep I'm almost 55 years old and I'm afraid right now if there's going to be anyone of any significance in my life that I'm going to have to go very narrow and deep again and I'm going to have to at this point in my life enjoy the solitude and realize the benefits the pain of the truth I cannot say it any better than what I just did I really can't that person if you're out there not going to mention your name I know you don't even listen to this stuff although you did know I do a radio show I have to tell you I am deeply deeply sorry for my behavior and I do hope that one day that we'll have God will take this whole thing and turn it around for good for the both of us. My name is Jim Burns. This has been Blog Talk Radio. We didn't get any callers. Hopefully somebody will archive this thing. I'll be back at you again next week. I can't tell you what time. Check the the schedule. Check the schedule. And uh, take care. Have a great day. Daddy, where do babies come from? Uh, well, uh, honey? Mommy went to the store. Oh, well, you see, um, well, there's a mommy and a daddy, right? Right. And see, when they call Geico, uh, they could save a bunch of money on car insurance. Oh, really? And that makes them happy? Yes, that makes them very happy. That's good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we could have this talk, sunshine. <laughs> GEICO, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. When we listen to the radio, we never agree on the station. Classic rock. Hip-hop. Pop. Guys, quiet. The one thing we do agree on, we all want an awesome free phone. That's why we switched to MetroPCS. Stop by MetroPCS with the whole family and get four free phones of your choice from brands you love, like Samsung, Motorola, and LG, when you switch. MetroPCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Free phone requires port. Excludes numbers on the t mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.